to admit that my knowledge of books extends to buying the battered copies that have done the rounds of charity shops to fill my long and lonely nights. I am an aficionado of dog-eared Danielle Steele. No! How can I make this sound riveting? I have no idea. I'm not that inventive, at least not at short notice. I'm chief leaflet giver-outer. He tries to look impressed as if I'd just told him I'm Chancellor of the Exchequer. It's a temporary position. Oh dear, I sound dreadfully bitter. The London Book Fair is held in Olympia, and it takes me forever to get here every morning, as I live in Battersea, on the wrong side of the river. But it's only for a week. I have to keep reminding myself of that fact. However, what happens at the end of the week could well be worse. A big fat nothing is currently looming large on the horizon of my life. I glance at my inadequate official badge. It doesn't bear my name, Sadie Nelson, or any of the other details that single me out from A.N. Other. Just the name of my stand. I guess the people who generally perform this thankless task don't hang around long enough to warrant having a printed name badge. Dog's body! would have been an appropriate title. But they didn't have a badge that said that, either. I'm Gil, this gorgeous American says over his shoulder. Gil McGann. Publisher? No. Agent? There are a lot of those about here this week, too. They're the ones who look like they don't go out in the sun very often. No. He gives a dismissive shake of his head and takes a firmer grip of my arm as we thread our way through the oncoming throng. I'm a Hollywood film producer. Yes, and I'm Halle Berry. I've just bought a great book, he continues. The one that got away. A romantic comedy. Funny as hell. I beat Bob to it. He looks at me as if I should be bowled over. Bob? Bob Redford. Ah, that's Robert. To mere mortals, I'd like to point out. I'm here to do smiley things with the author. Oh, good. So, let me just get this clear. I'm standing here in a red polyester uniform, which, as well as making me look like I'm having an afternoon off from Butlins, is designed specifically to fit someone shorter, fatter, and 40 years older than me. Talking to a gorgeous Hollywood film producer about his latest movie acquisition. On the plus side, I'm having a good hair day. If he doesn't look at me anywhere below my neck, he might not realise that I'm wearing leftover stock from when CNA went bust. And despite not asking my name, he told me I was gorgeous. Any minute now, my alarm clock's going to go off, and I'm not going to be able to decide whether this was a dream or a nightmare. Currently, it could go either way. We squeeze through the crowd and on to another exhibition stand, which is a hundred times bigger and swankier than Bindlatter's books one. It's hung with huge posters of trendy books, some of which I've even heard of, but haven't read, because they haven't hit the skid row of the charity shops yet. There's a group of people drinking champagne in the corner and laughing loudly. A stainless steel table with a smear-free glass top has been arranged at one side. And there's a crackle of anticipation in the few people 
looking decidedly like fellow minions, who are milling around. Gil stands next to me, but doesn't let go of my arm. I'm not complaining. I have goose pimples all over me, and yet I'm not the slightest bit cold. In fact, you could probably grill hamburgers on my cheeks. I hope you don't think this is too much of an imposition. Not at all. My hormones are nudging me to do my most winning smile. I can't. My feet are hurting too much from standing in one spot all day in high heels. Now I know why exhibition displays are called stands. My lips stretch tightly across my teeth, and from somewhere in the depths of my reserves, I send a tired smile back at him. Though you haven't actually told me what you want me to do. Damn, Gil says. Sorry. We need you to pose with Elise Niels.